welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so happy that you are joining me here today for this episode. The Soul Circle Podcast is a place for us to gather, to share stories, and to recognize and know deep in our hearts that we are not alone. We're not. We are in this together. And this is a podcast just for you. I want you to know that I am sitting beside you, holding your hand, cheering you on. You are not alone. We can do so much more when we come together, which is why we need each other so, so much. Not only is it a podcast, but it is also a corresponding community space attached to this, where you can gather with other like-minded individuals, show up exactly as yourself, and just be together. You can find the link on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com, and also below. Join me over there. Say hello. I cannot wait to be with you. All right, let's dive in to this week's topic. Now, this week I wanted to talk about the idea of taking up space, what that means, what that looks like, and how it feels, and really how you can take action and actually do it in a way that feels so good and right and beautiful for you. And so I want to rewind a little bit and go back to when I was younger. And I am the second oldest with three brothers. And so surrounded by all boys, my mom would always tell me that growing up, she would see me playing with my Barbies by myself because, of course, none of my brothers would want to play with me with Barbies. And she would say like, oh, do you want me to play with you? And I would be like, nope, I'm good. I'm okay. So from a very young age, I was super independent, doing my own thing, happy just to kind of be in my own little world. And that's exactly what it was. I was in my world in this tiny little imaginary space that I created for myself, that I dreamt up. I was very introverted, very shy, quiet wanting to really blend into the background and not be the center of attention at all. I was always trying to figure out what my place was, what my place was in the world, what I was meant to be doing, where I was meant to be going, and what that looked like for me. But it was never really stepping in to the spotlight. And so I kind of lived in that little world that I built for myself and I loved it. (laughs) You know, there's no complaints about it. No one told me that I had to keep myself small. No one kind of put me in this box. The only person who did that was myself. And there were times that I absolutely pushed myself and stepped out of that box. In ways that even looking back now, I'm a little surprised and proud of myself for doing. One way that I did that was in high school, when I tried out for the school play. And now to try out for the school play is a big deal for someone who is a quiet introvert, not really wanting to be center stage. And I didn't want to be center stage, but I wanted to be a part of the show. 
you know, just someone kind of in the background doing a little dance, a little song. Not the main part. But in order to try out, you had to get on stage and sing a song. And oh, for an introvert, that is terrifying. We had chorus where we were able to practice the song that we were going to sing for the tryouts. And the song that I had picked was Aladdin's A Whole New World. Still to this day, I know every single lyric because of the tryout for the school play. And I did it. I practiced constantly with my chorus teacher trying to get it right, trying to sing loud enough so people could hear me because that was another thing. I was very quiet, not projecting my voice in a loud way. And in order to do the play, you had to project your voice. And I got up on stage and I tried out singing that song all by myself on stage. A huge, huge moment. I didn't make it, but that's okay because it's not about that making it. It's about that trying and that showing up and kind of stepping outside of your comfort zone and doing something that you didn't think you could do. And showing yourself that with a lot of hard work and dedication, you can do it. You can do anything you put your mind to. And so even though I was living in this little box that I built myself, that I loved and savored, I did step out of it. And I did try new things and do different things. And that was great. But I feel like all throughout my life that I never felt that I could take up space. And what that means for me is there were many times when I felt invisible. And looking back on that now, that feeling of being invisible was all my own doing. Because I was the one hiding in the shadows. I was the one not putting myself out there and engaging with others, engaging in conversation and letting people into my world. I kind of kept everything close to my heart and didn't let you see it. Because if I let you see it, then it was vulnerability. And oh, that's a tough one, right? To peel back those layers and have you actually see what's in my heart. Terrifying. This is a huge reason why I'm a writer. Because I can pour it all out onto the page and then close the notebook and no one has to see that except me. But there is something to finding the right people that you can open up that door and allow them to enter into your heart and see your truth. See who you are. See the messy parts. Because life isn't just this beautiful put together show. Oh my goodness, no. It's everything. It's the unmade bed, the face without any makeup, the house a total mess, but saying, come on in anyway, because I'm not here to show you a beautiful house. I'm here to spend time with you. That's what it's about. And so looking back and seeing how I was kind of blending into the background, I can see where it was a lot of my own doing. And I take ownership of that, ownership of when I was longing to be invited in. 
I could have been if I just stepped through the door. If I just put myself out there even a little bit to have an entryway, an opening into a conversation and a dialogue that could lead to something more. But nope, I stayed in my box. I stayed contained. I stayed invisible. And that felt comfortable to me, but it also felt like there had to be more. There had to be something else, whatever that was. There had to be more connection, more interaction, more opportunities to be with others and create memories and learn from one another. I always felt that there had to be this more. And it was a really, really long time where I did blend into that background, where I wasn't stepping fully into my light and showing up in the world the way I wanted to. And there's, there's really nothing wrong with that because also during that time, I was learning about myself. I was peeling back the layers to see who really is Jennifer Beltoff? What do I care about? What do I stand for? What are things that I absolutely a thousand percent need? And then what are those things that I don't? Because it's so important to know both, to know what you need and what you can let go of. And I took a lot of time learning about myself, diving deep into books and retreats and really just this unearthing. And through that unearthing, there was also this amazing time of curiosity and exploration. And those two things are so important because when you're curious, you give yourself that opportunity and chance to see what's out there because we can see what's right in front of us. We can see what we can touch. But what if we want to go further than that? What's right around the next bend? What might not be there today, but could be created and then be there tomorrow? And it's staying in that curiosity mind frame that I was really able to learn so much about myself, to really learn who I was, what I loved. And I tried a ton of things. I tried painting. I tried um, photography. I tried all sorts of things to be like, who am I? What do I love to do? What are my passions? And it ended up coming back to writing, which was something that I had always, always been drawn to growing up. And I was so quick to write it off to thinking like, no, that can't be my thing. But it is. It is 100% my thing. And so don't be quick to write off what might come easy to you or what you might enjoy so much because you think your thing has to be hard. No, it doesn't. It's just whatever brings you joy and fills you up. And in that exploration phase, I went hiking. I would go to the bookstore by myself and just pull down all these different self-help kind of books. And I found things that spoke to my heart, things that woke me up and made me realize that I wasn't the only one feeling these things, that there were other people out there. And we need to know that too. We need to know that when we're in that struggle of finding 
who we are or in any kind of struggle, that we aren't alone, that we are absolutely walking side by side with someone else, even though they might not physically be walking that journey next to us. Because as human beings, we all go through the same kind of feelings and emotions, and we're on this roller coaster ride of a journey. And we all get it, and we all know what it feels like. And if there's something in your heart that you're feeling, I guarantee you there is someone else out in the world that is also feeling that too. And it might not look exactly the same as what you're going through, but they totally get it, which is why I have the Soul Circle community, because we need each other. We totally need each other to lean on one another, to share, to see that we aren't alone. To know that we're walking side by side on this journey. We're in it. All in it. Together. And that was a beautiful time of my life. A lonely one. One filled with ups and downs. It was everything. But it was an absolute exploration, excavation into who I was. And I am glad that I took that time, that I didn't rush into things thinking that I knew what I wanted or knew what I could do or any of it. I'm so glad that I really intentionally slowed down and allowed myself the opportunity to figure it out, allowed myself the opportunity to try things on for size and see what didn't fit. And then to see what did fit. And when I found the things that fit, it felt so natural. And that's what we want to find, right? We want to unearth what feels natural and right for us. And it's going to be different for all of us. For me, it's writing. It might not be that for you. But it doesn't mean that what you're drawn to is wrong. No. It means that What you are drawn to is so right for you. And you have to follow that. You have to embrace it and allow yourself to see it and know it and feel it. And so during that time of exploration, I can't look back and say, oh, I was taking up space. I knew what that felt like because I don't think even then I was doing that. I was learning, I was growing, I was becoming, but I was still in my small box. I was still in that world that I created for myself that felt safe, that felt predictable, where I knew what was going to happen around the next corner. And I could control it, right? I can absolutely control what was happening, what was going on, what was coming in, what was going out. And it was wonderful. But there was always this little longing, this little thing inside of me that would say, there has to be more. There has to be something else. What is that something else? And it took a long, long time for me to find it. And how it unearthed itself was in physical space. So growing up, 
I don't even know for how long, but for some time of my childhood, I shared a room with my brother. And then when I got a little bit older, it was since I was the only girl, I was able to get my own room. And there it was, this container for me to be me, to allow myself to decorate and make it my own and really kind of create a safe haven that I could close the door and be in my own little bubble. And so those were my four walls. And it was wonderful to have them. And then when I first moved out on my own, I moved into a one-bedroom apartment with the person that I was dating at the time. And from there, moved into a studio apartment on my own. And there it was, you know, going to living with someone else and meshing kind of what our worlds would look like to now going back to my own tiny little space. That was my own little bubble again. That was the time when I dove in headfirst and really launched into figuring out who I was. And having that little apartment, that container to hold me was wonderful. But it was small. And yes, big things came out of it. But at the same time, I also think I stayed smaller than I had to or felt that I could have probably gone bigger if I felt it and knew it inside me, but I didn't. And then again, after that, moved in with someone, Dustin, actually, and was living in his townhouse. And we had more space. There was more opportunity for me to kind of spread my wings a bit, you know, do a little bit more. And that felt good. And I tried different things. I invited people into our home for writing um, events. I, you know, little by little, like started spreading my wings and seeing what that felt like, seeing what that could look like. But I still, I wasn't totally comfortable in it. I wasn't ready. I was still in this preparation mode, this learning mode, figuring out what it could look like to fly, to grow, to expand. And during that time, we were building the house that we are in now. And so much was going on there. We were trying to sell it. It wasn't selling. And we moved into um, a one-bedroom apartment right down the road, living a bit in flux of what our future was going to look like, meaning where we were going to live. And so still confined, you know, in that tiny little space, but doing things, not saying I'm because my space is small, I'm going to hunker down and shut down, still inviting people into our home to do crafting events, to just get together and circle with one another, still opening up in ways and almost peeling back layers of myself as I invited people in. And then a miracle happened. A total miracle happened, thankfully, before the pandemic, where we moved into our home 
that we are in now. And this space is larger than our tiny one-bedroom apartment. And it provided me the opportunity to spread out, to really take up space. And coming here was intimidating because I was never used to having this much space. I didn't know what it felt like to expand. Even growing up, our our house was tiny. We were all on top of each other. Wouldn't trade anything in the world for it. It was amazing. But here there is this space. And it's just the two of us. And we aren't on top of one another. And I can have my own area to breathe, to dream, to create. And I remember coming here and thinking, because we have no idea how long we are going to be here. But when we first moved in, intentionally, I said that I want to make the most of my time here. And I want to take up space and to feel what that feels like to be big, to expand, to not confine myself to the tiny little box that I created, but to see what it could look like, almost as if like I was opening my wings and expanding and allowing myself to be seen. And it was a beautiful intention to make. And I am so glad that I purposefully slowed down and allowed myself to feel that in the moment as we were moving in here. And now we have been here, oh gosh, I'm so bad with time. (laughs) I think definitely over a year, maybe two years. I'm not even sure. But I can see the growth that has happened within me. I can see the way that I am taking up space, that I am standing more in my light, that I am showing up in places outside of my home as myself, not trying to be who I think I'm around wants me to be, but almost of this is me. You know, I'm kind of that quirky girl that invites people into her backyard to circle and talk and write. Yeah, that's me. I'm the girl who hosts writing classes online. And you might not think writing is the cool thing to do. But let me tell you, I am passionate about it. And I know the way that it opens people up and unearths them. And I'm the girl who loves to write and can spend hours sitting alone on my porch, jotting in my journal. You know, I'm the one who pulls cards and meditates in the morning. Yeah, all that's me. And take it or leave it, but this is me. And it feels so freeing to be spreading my wings, to know who I am, to be grounded in that, and to really feel it in all my body and not have to try to please others and be someone else. Because people don't want you to be someone else. They want you to be you. They love you and adore you because of who you are. But you got to give that to them. You got to be willing to share up with your heart on your sleeve and say, hey, this is me. Yeah, totally quirky. Totally me. 
I'm the girl who dances in her kitchen while cooking. Yep, all me. And it's challenging to get there for sure. But when you do it, oh, it's so freeing. So freeing to, to know yourself and be yourself and stand in your light. And again, I know there are situations where we shift and we morph because we have to. I work in the corporate world. There's definitely a shifting and a morphing there, but it's also me showing up with the skill set that I have because of who I am and using it rather than kind of tucking it away because I think, oh, I can only do that in my personal life. I can't do that in my corporate world life. No. Pull all of that stuff out of you. That's you. That's your gold. Stand in that. Be it. Know it. And so when we think about taking up space, it doesn't mean being the loudest person in the room or trying to always have the spotlight on you. No. It means taking up the space that you deserve to be standing in and showing the world who you are. And you don't have to do that by being flashy and loud. It's simply by you being you. I'm still quiet. I'm still introverted. But I have found ways now to integrate myself into things where I'm not just blending into the background and hoping no one sees me. I'm getting involved in ways that feel great and comfortable for me. I'm finding an entryway into the conversation that feels good for me. And it doesn't look the same for maybe someone who is extroverted and who is going to walk into the room saying, hey, I'm here. I'm still not going to do that. But it doesn't mean that my presence isn't felt. And you deserve to have your presence felt. And it comes when you're willing to put yourself out there, when you're willing to allow yourself to be seen. And it has taken me a really long time to get here. And to feel this and know this and to have the confidence in who I am and even to have the confidence in my quietness. All through my journey, people were trying to change that in me and to say, you're too quiet. You need to be more talkative. You, you have to, you know, have more conversations. And I get it. I get that you don't understand me. But it doesn't mean that I need to change for you. I can show up in my quietness and find my, my ways in and do it my way. I'm not going to be flashy about it. I'm not going to be the spotlight. But I'm going to be there and you're going to feel me and you're going to know I'm there. And I'm going to be confident if I'm choosing to stay quiet. Or if I'm choosing to engage. It's all about yourself. It's about your beautiful light that is inside you. That is you. That only you have. No one else in this world has the same 
qualities that make up who you are. And just the way you are when you are sitting in a room, not even saying anything. People feel your energy. And what do you want them to feel? And that's all coming from you. And it's all coming from how you are feeling in that moment. So take up that space that you deserve. Take up that space that is rightfully yours and do it in a way that is you. Do it in a way that is natural for you. Don't try to mimic someone else because you see it working for them. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Find your own way. Find your own path in. Know yourself. Feel yourself. Be in the moment. Being in this house now and taking up this space. I see how important it is to really stand in that and to allow myself to allow myself the opportunity to allow myself the almost the permission to do it. And again, it's not because somebody said to me, no, you, you can't have any more space than this tiny sliver that you're standing on. No one ever said that. I was just the shy, quiet one, not sure how to stand in the space. So I had to find how to stand there and feel good. How to stand there and stop judging my every word that I would say, which is why I would say nothing. How to just be able to be there and feel good. And then move around a little, you know? Find a little more space than where I was standing. And it's all so attainable. And it takes work. It absolutely takes a lot of work to unearth who you are, to feel radiant and confident in that. And it's not going to happen overnight. And it's not going to be this one switch that you flick and you're like, oh, I'm there. No, little by little, you'll start to unearth things and you'll start to try things on and try things out and see what works for you. See what feels good for you. And just keep moving from there and know that you don't have to have all the answers and that you're going to totally stumble along the way. And that's okay. Gosh, I made a fool of myself many times. (laughs) It's all right. There's always another tomorrow. Another opportunity to try again. But know deep in your heart that you deserve space, that you're worthy of taking up space. And that you can walk into this world as you are, not as what you think someone thinks you should be. No. Tune into you. Follow your heart, follow your intuition, go with what feels right and natural for you and lean into that, deeply lean into it and know that that's the way, that's the way to your center, that's the way to your heart, that's the way to finding your your path forward, whatever that path and journey is for you.
and take up the space, take up all the space because you're worthy and deserving of it. Don't ever, ever, ever forget that. Oh, I just love this topic because it's about expansion and growing and becoming. And aren't we all doing that each and every day? Unearthing new layers of ourselves and finding ways to be more true to who we are, to be more real and authentic and feel comfortable showing up as that authentic version of ourselves, no matter where we are or who we are with. Mm, So wonderful. All right. Now for you to take this just a little bit deeper. I would like to offer you a writing prompt. And again, know that when you are writing, there is never a right or a wrong way to do it. If writing a full paragraph feels overwhelming, make a list. Maybe it's only one sentence. Maybe writing in the first person feels way too personal and you you can't get there. Try writing in the third person using she or her or him or whatever, instead of saying I, because when we say I, it feels so vulnerable. So start from the outside, looking in and go with that and see where it takes you. So grab your notebook. And this week, we are going to explore taking up space. And you're going to start with the words, I will take up space by. I will take up space by. And what does that look like for you? For me, I will take up space by sharing my thoughts and opinions, even if it is not the consensus of the group. Even if others look at me and think I am quirky and strange and weird, I'm still going to be me. I'm not going to shift or alter. I will take up space by smiling when I enter a room, by being conscious of the energy that I'm carrying with me and what it brings when I enter. I will take up space by wearing clothes that make me feel good so that wherever I am, I feel confident in who I am in even that one small way. So go for it. See what comes up for you. And then come over to the community space and share it with all of us so that we can cheer you on and know that we are in this together. All right. Thank you again so, so much for being here. Thank you for listening, for cheering me on, for sharing. I appreciate it so much with all of my heart. This podcast is an absolute labor of love and it is just for you. And I am grateful to have you here along with me on this journey. There will be a new episode again next Sunday. So I look forward to chatting with you then. But until then, have an absolute wonderful week. And we will talk soon. Sending you so, so much love.